Hey guys, welcome to our Journal Entry Podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today. This podcast is where we give people a place to be vulnerable and share their hearts and testimonies of God's goodness with others. We're your hosts, Giselle and Emily. We hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Journal Entry Podcast. Episode two. Episode two, 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 two. And may I just say, I am so proud of us <laughs> for actually making it to um, episode two. Can I say <laughs> One, we nailed it. Two, we really just had to. I really did not think that we were <laughs> going to make it to, to this. two. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, seriously, thank you guys for all of the love and the support we received from episode one. We really are super humbled by just everything. So thank you guys. Thank you for your feedback and your support. (laughs) And today is a very special episode. Oh, is it, Emily? Oh, yeah. So last week, you all know, I went first Mm -hmm. and I shared from... My personal journal, if you haven't listened to episode one, go listen to it. Go listen to episode one. Today, drum roll please, Giselle will be sharing her heart with us. Oh, woo woo. Okay. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) Cut that out, please. (laughs) Okay. Um, Before I get into it, I just wanted (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to say I feel like I need to like redeem myself this week because last week <laughs> okay guys I am a person of many different kinds of laughs right <laughs> and including nervous laughter <laughs> okay it's probably and the best art form she wields unfortunately for everybody that one comes out more than I want it to and you're just gonna have to live with it okay it's just (laughs) I've learned to live with it you guys are gonna have to learn to live with it it's like 90% of Giselle's (laughs) laughing is like nervous laughter (laughs) I get so okay so funny story Sorry. Um, when we bought the equipment for the podcast, we literally spent a whole week playing with it and just talking into it, um, having normal conversations. But as soon as we hit record, I I don't know, like my brain just shut off and then I just started sweating so much because I was so nervous. I, like I don't know why. People didn't need to know that. <laughs> It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. It's all good. It's all Let's good. Let's get into it. Okay. So. So. What will you be sharing with us <clears throat> today, MJ? I. Sorry. Choking. <laughs> sorry. Yikes. Um, okay. So. Okay. I'm really nervous again. <laughs> Deep breaths. Um, I'm going to talk about loving yourself should we love ourselves oh okay a very interesting very very interesting just wait it'll get better (laughs) i'm strapping it (laughs) here we go buckled up okay so recently 
I don't really know how to get into this. I I feel like I, I didn't, like, I knew what I was going to talk about, but I didn't really, like, plan out how I'm going to talk about it and mm-hmm. how I'm going to go into it. So, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this topic is so vast because mm-hmm. I feel like culture says one thing about, like, self-love and yeah. self-worth, but then I feel like the Bible says something very different Mm -hmm. but then on like a flip scale I also feel like the church as a whole Mm -hmm. at least how I grew up says something totally different from the two yeah yeah okay so growing up I was just surrounded by people who did not love themselves like they I don't know I guess it's like the church I grew up in um yeah, like loving yourself was looked at as almost sinful, mm-hmm. you know? Like you're always you always need to put other people above which obviously, yeah, like put other people's needs above your own like wants. Okay. But I feel like we take that to an extreme to where we are just like we view ourselves as scum of the earth and we're just like worthless and we're nobodies and we're like we are not worthy of love like us loving ourselves so I grew up with that mentality (laughs) um and I don't know like this just this past year I've learned to kind of like step away from that because um it's just funny because our friend Andrew would always ask us, what do you love about yourself? <laughs> like, and sometimes it's like a joke. It's yeah. like, oh, what do you love about yourself? <laughs> but sometimes it really makes me think like, mm-hmm. what are things that I yeah. genuinely am content with about myself? Because yeah. I feel like I don't think about those very no. often. Yeah. And I like whenever he asks that, I never know what to say. Like I genuinely am like, well, I don't really know what I love about myself. I know what other people say that they love about me, but what do I, like, love about myself? Yeah. So it got me thinking, like, if I were to put who I am and, like, my personality into another person, would I genuinely love to spend time with that person? Would Would I genuinely enjoy them or love them? And, like, um, when I started journaling this year... Um, just to like understand myself and get to know myself better, I realized that, yeah, I do like, I do love who I am and how, um, like I treat people and I love my personality. And if I was somebody else, like if I personally wasn't another person, I would enjoy being around them. So yeah, so that was the start of that. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, But, like, after, like, a month or two, I kind of, like, lost sight of that. And so, okay, I'm going to get a little personal now. (laughs) So, one day, my husband, Kyron, asked me, because we've been, like, (laughs) butting heads. (laughs) And he asked me, he was like, why are you so impatient with me? Like, I see you with everybody else, and you're, you're like, so patient with them, and you forgive them, like, so easily, but why are you so impatient with me? And it got me thinking. I was like, 
why am I? Like, why is, why is the most important person in my life the one that I'm really impatient with? And I got to thinking about it. I was like, how I treat my husband reflects how I treat myself. Mm. And um, when I, when I believe God, like, revealed, like, showed me that. So I started, like, thinking about it whenever I mess up or whenever I do something wrong, the first thing, like my first instinct is to just be like, how dare you? Like, how dare you mess up? You you suck, <laughs> you know? Like, why would you do that? How could you let um, these people down? Yeah. Like a negative yeah. inner voice. Yeah, it's never like, oh, it's okay, you're human. Like, you can do better, like, you can improve like from this like take you know it's never something positive sure yeah and and um <clears throat> sorry yeah whenever i realized that i was like why do i do that to myself why why do i um why is it so hard for me to forgive myself why is it so hard for me to show grace to myself why is it so hard for me to love myself you know to be patient with myself and yeah (laughs) no I think that makes perfect sense I'm actually right now reading um this book called boundaries and Mm -hmm. it's really interesting because the whole premise of the book is learning to set good biblical boundaries Mm -hmm. with other people but the author makes this really interesting point that if we're unable to make boundaries with ourselves so like with ourselves internally Mm -hmm then it becomes increasingly more difficult to set that with other people. Yeah. So like like you're saying, that negative self-talk in your head, if you can't set a boundary to keep that out and to keep those negative mm-hmm. things out and those good things in, yeah, you almost project that onto the people closest to you. Yeah. Because the boundary that you've set with them is the same mm-hmm. as the one you've set with yourself. Yeah. It's a negative yeah. boundary. There's something mm-hmm. negative living inside the walls yeah. of that. Yeah, and I definitely don't want to treat my husband or my friends that way. So, yeah. like, <laughs> and it's really hard. It's like a, um, it's like a constant battle <laughs> in me to, whenever I mess up, to not... Do, like to not say that for it, my first instinct to be um to like shame myself for messing up um so yeah it's hard to replace those negative thoughts with positive ones um because I've lived like that for so long mm-hmm. so it's really hard to break that off but it's definitely necessary yeah. for me to be like a healthy and whole person yeah um so I mean at least I recognize that now you know so I can tell myself whenever whenever I do end up like um saying those things to myself those negative things to myself um Normally, I would be like, oh, you can't even do that. Like, you can't even um, 
say something positive to yourself so it adds more like negative yeah it's like this like vicious cycle (laughs) you're Um, just constantly caught in yeah so i just want to say hey at least you recognize it a lot of people don't even like recognize that and now at least you're taking the steps to better yourself and to get away from that so yeah (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome yeah and I feel like as you work to figure out like where that lie that you Mm -hmm. believe because we talked about this last night you know at church where it's like what is the negative lie from the enemy that you believe Mm -hmm. is what brings forward your whole belief system Because if you're believing something that's not true... Yeah. It just becomes your reality. Yeah. It's just how you see it. Your reality is skewed Mm -hmm. because of the way that this lie affects it. Um, And then it bears forth, more often than not, negative um, like reactions Mm -hmm. or behaviors. Um, And so to like fix, or I guess the wrong word would, would be fix but I guess to like correct or reroute or change the behavior you'd have to go backwards and figure out okay what is that lie yeah like where did mm-hmm. where did I first start believing that yeah. I wasn't enough I wasn't good enough mm-hmm. I should have done better I um you know all of those like yeah. negative things that are the first thing to come to mind and then what is the truth about who I am yeah yeah, I feel like people, you know how you sometimes you're in public and you just see somebody who's like really grumpy or if you know somebody who's always grumpy mm-hmm. and like just angry at the world. I feel like those people really don't like themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't want to grow up being that <laughs> to be that person. <laughs> Like, I want to be happy. I want to love, um, you know, living. As opposed to love not living. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going. No, that makes sense. I'm getting all of that out. No, it it makes sense. Like, I totally get where you're going. Where it's like, if we're not happy with ourselves, if we're not content with ourselves, how can we be happy and content with other people yeah. or with the world, mm-hmm. you know, if we can't mm-hmm. find that in, well, I think in the Lord first, mm-hmm. because that's where I, our yeah, identity exactly. comes from. Our identity. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And Okay. Another thing, now that you said that, it's like um, when we know our identity and when we realize where identity comes from, that that should make us want to like like ourselves more, mm-hmm. you know? If God says that I am worthy, if God says that I am loved, if God says that I am beautiful, why can't I believe that? Like, why can't I... Um, um yeah believe it whenever he says it to me yeah why can't i see myself the way that he sees me yeah yep (laughs) (laughs) 
That's really cool. I feel like, so not too long ago, I started praying this just like daily, like prayer and just like in the morning, just trying to like center my heart to this thought Mm -hmm. of, okay, God, show me myself the way that you see me Mm -hmm. and show me the world around me, the way that you Mm -hmm. perceive and the way that you see it. Because I feel like that takes so much of like the stress and the anxiety out of it when it's like, okay, everything around me is so much more beautiful and it's people around me are so much more loved than how I perceive or how I see them. Yeah. Um, because it's not through the lens of my eyes, it's through the lens of Christ's eyes mm-hmm. that I'm looking to seek through, Yeah, if that makes sense. So yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to learn my identity by like looking um, and seeking for m- myself through him mm-hmm. and yeah. not through all of these other things. Yeah. That's yeah. And I feel like also whenever um, you know your you know your identity and you know where your identity comes from, because you like this confidence, you know, Mm -hmm. like that nothing anybody says about you, anybody ever says or thinks about you can like touch you or hurt you because you know where you like, you know um, how God sees you and you know who you are. Yeah. You know, so. I think that's just really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, and I feel like it's so contradictory to how the world tells it Mm -hmm. because I feel like culture and the world says, like, you know, you are the only you that will ever exist and you're irreplaceable and you're beautiful and you're one of a kind. And while some of those things may be true on some level. I think the way that culture presents it and like gives it, it creates pride. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea yeah. of like self-care. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I deserve this. It almost creates like an entitlement mm-hmm. and yeah. it puts you at the center of yeah, the world. Okay. That's okay, and that, I'm glad you brought that up because when I say when I say love yourself, I'm not saying to be self-centered. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to be self-centered and selfish at, at times because we're human. Human like, nature. Everybody, yeah. everybody does that. But um, when I say I need to start loving myself, I'm not saying to put myself above others. I'm saying um, just, I don't know. Um, there needs to come, like, we need to come to a point where Sometimes we just need to put all our needs above other people's wants. I feel like there's a huge difference in yeah. that. Because if we're always putting everybody's like wants over our needs, who's taking care of us? Yeah. You know, like who Yeah. We're just yeah. The, yeah. Well, it's like the thought of like when you're on an airplane, I feel like this is a super overused analogy. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're on an airplane and the cabin pressure changes and it gets really hard mm-hmm. to breathe and the masks fall out of the ceiling, yeah. there's a child sitting next to you. You are of no help to them mm-hmm. if you can't breathe. Exactly. 
So you have to put your mask on first before you can help them put theirs on. Yeah. So for you and I, if I'm constantly, if I have no boundaries mm-hmm. with people and I don't understand my self-worth and I'm constantly putting people above everything that I need, yeah. it. I'm trying to think of when I, how I want to say this, but it <laughs> it gets really hard for me to continue to give. Yeah. Because there's only so much that you can pour out. It's like the idea of like in ministry, if you're not constantly being poured into, mm-hmm. there's no way you're going to be able to effectively pour out into God's people yeah. the way that he needs you yeah. to. Because there's only so much, like with this cup, Mm-hmm. there's only so much that I can fill it up, mm-hmm. but then there's also only so much I can pour it yeah. until it's all gone. Yeah, and then exactly. once I pour it all out, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing left. I can put the cup completely upside down and there's nothing yeah. left to drip out of it. Okay. So I feel like if we can't understand our identity and I feel like, I don't know if you can agree with this, but for me, growing up in the church, it was very like putting yourself above other people yes. is selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's evil. Yeah. It's mean. It's unbiblical. Yeah. But there are so many times that Jesus removes himself from mm-hmm. situations and he goes to rest. He yeah. goes to pray. He goes to be alone. He goes to be poured into by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He seeks that time to be Mm -hmm. poured into and it makes him more effective to pour into other people so when he's interrupted in the middle of ministry it's okay because he has enough to give he is able to give all of himself in the middle of chaos when you know the woman reaches up and touches his garment Mm -hmm. he i feel like he very easily could have turned and said you know, I'm exhausted. I'm going to see, you know, my friend who's dying and I have so much going on and this is Mm -hmm. so much chaos. And I just don't have like, you know, you need to just stop. Like I don't have time for Mm -hmm. you right now. But instead in the midst of all that chaos, his friend is dying and he stops in the middle of this giant crowd and he kneels down and he, you know, has this just like beautiful moment with her and she gets the healing that mm-hmm. she needs. And he just was so good at being interrupted. Yeah. And it's because he took time to know his identity mm-hmm. with the father. Yeah. And he took that intentional time to be poured into. Yeah, exactly. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say something too. Sorry, I got on no, a tangent. No, it's, um, yeah, so going back to, um, okay, so the reason why I started journaling this year was because I realized that I don't really know myself. Like, I spend so much time um, getting to know everybody else and, and um I sound so like (laughs) (laughs) no I get I get what you're saying (laughs) I spend so much time like um with other people and and getting to know them and having like 
taking care of them. I, I just sound like I'm bo- like boasting or no. something, but I'm not. I'm just, my friends know me. My friends know me. And <laughs> they know that um, a lot of times I don't really take time um, for myself to just sit down and reflect, like, you know, like self-reflect. So, um, um, so I realized that and I, um, decided that I do want to get to know myself better. I want to know why I react a certain way to certain things. And I want to know why I, um, feel the way I do about other things. So whenever... I started doing that and the more I got to know myself, the more I loved myself. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like with with anybody, with your friends, like the more you love them, I mean, the more you get to know them, the more you love them. <laughs> the more you love them, the more well, you well, tolerate them and then <laughs> spend longer periods of or time Or the more you get to know them, the more you hate them. It, it goes either way. <laughs> Depends on your friends. <laughs> Not judging. <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, I think that's really good. And I think it's, I mean, like I said, I feel like what, and I, I've heard this said on a lot of different topics, but I think it can definitely be said about self-love and self-worth and even mm-hmm. like self-care, things that just feel really self-centered and selfish how many times can I say self in this episode (laughs) it's a real question um but I feel like growing up in the church there was like it was just very I don't know like it was very hard to understand Mm -hmm. those things and I think the reality is is that what um what the church doesn't provide it a firm Mm -hmm. foundational answer for culture and society Mm -hmm. will rewrite something in and I think and this is not me trying to be politically aggressive so please don't come for us in the comments (laughs) but I feel like that is the reason why there is or at least one of the reasons why there's so much chaos and division is because this idea of self Mm-hmm. everyone is the center of their own world and culture has told us that yeah. and the church has instead of coming back with biblical truth and biblical foundation for that has decided to come back with well self-worth and self-care all these things are selfish mm-hmm. period like yeah. you have to think of others yeah, above yourself. Sure. You have to think of God above yourself. And it's like two super drastic ends yeah. when in reality, the Bible kind of falls somewhere yeah. in the middle. And I think that's why so many people struggle with things like sexual identity mm-hmm. um, because culture is telling them it's okay to be whoever you feel like Mm -hmm. you want to be and then the church is telling them 
no, you have to die to yourself and pick up your cross and (laughs) suffer painfully on the inside because that's what the Bible calls us to do. When in reality, I don't think Jesus ever tells us to suffer silently on the inside. Mm -hmm. And if you can point out in the Bible where he does say that, (laughs) I will be more than open to hearing from it. (laughs) But he asks us, to know his love mm-hmm. so that we can be able to love others. Yeah. And how do we get to know that love? We spend intimate spend time, time with, with him. him. We spend time getting to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. We spend time, you know, learning gifts and talents that he's yeah. given us and investing in those things and um, getting to know our friends. And things like serving other people that should be a natural overflow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, okay, well, like this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to check this box. I'm supposed to act this way. Um, so, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I definitely grew up um, like that where it's always um, put everybody over you and like, Again, like, we're scum of the earth. Like, we should never think of ourselves as anything but. And I don't know. I mean, the Bible says I'm a child of God. (laughs) Once you're you're saved, like, you're a child of God, and that's where your identity comes from, is from Jesus. So if God tells me that I, that he loves me and I am worthy and that, um, yeah, why would I continue to think of myself that way? Mm-hmm. Why would I continue to think of myself as this, um, yeah, this scum? <laughs> yeah. Why do I keep? Um, why would I keep thinking that? So it's definitely hard to like pull away from that and stop thinking like that way. But you know. <laughs> I feel like the more we get to know him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the more that thought process changes. For sure. So, that's good. (laughs) I like talking about this topic. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No. Emotional outbursts, comments, questions. Do you? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think if I start, it'll probably be another 45 minutes. So maybe not. <laughs> maybe another week, another episode. Like a four-hour <laughs> podcast of just me we talking could do about that. random stuff. Mm. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Let us know, guys. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if you want like 40 minutes like it's been or if you want like – four hours like you just can't get enough of us and it's like wow I just have to sit for four hours of my day and listen to Giselle and Emily laugh for four hours yep (laughs) (laughs) okay I think it's about to cut out what I think the camera is about to cut out oh yeah I didn't set a timer so okay well we're going to close it here. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting. And as of this week, thank you for watching. Cause you get to see us now. Hello. <laughs> I'm bringing that back by the way. No, please. Yeah. 
holla. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at our journal entry podcast just our journal entry. oh it's just our journal entry sorry i don't know <laughs> posting we're Excuse posting her. updates you'll know when the next episodes come out yeah. little messages from giselle and i every friday new episode every friday guys. every friday you what get a to great sit with way us. to start the weekend and yeah, yeah oh my gosh or end the week or end the week there you go that's wonderful <laughs> so yeah follow us uh subscribe to our youtube channel which is how you can watch us so if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast or another listening streaming platform <laughs> you can also see us yeah face to face um <laughs> on our youtube channel our journal entry podcast, podcast yeah. um so yeah, go like, subscribe, comment. We want to engage with you about today's episode. So um, go ahead and um, comment yeah. on today's podcast on our Instagram. Um, we want to hear from you guys. We're really excited. Next week, Giselle's yeah. husband, Kyron, yeah. will be sharing. Tune in for that. So that will be very exciting. So right. it'll be our first guest. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Bye. Bye. And cut. Yeah.